Ladies and gentlemen, it's myself, Nasipi Zwane, back again with another episode. In fact, this is take two of this because, man, the technology is not doing its thing. But today, I've got producer, DJ, and artist, DJ Tremaine. To kick things off, bro, uh, you've obviously been making music for a very long time. You know, you've worked with the likes of Lucas. So what is it, you know, if anything, did you sort of learn, you know, from that time when you were working with Lucas? And what did you take with you that you still carry with yourself today? Back in the day when I had no equipment, we used to like send voice notes to each other, me and a few other artists and Lucas as well. So we used to send these voice notes and spit and freestyle and like encourage each other because I mean, practice practice is needed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's it's really special when you find out, you know, about people that just go way back and stuff. Are you guys still working at all? Do you ever link up with Lucas considering you guys go way back? Um, Not really. Um, There's, there's something that happens in the game where it just changes. So if... You're sitting with people with the resources to do what you're doing. I mean, you don't have to piggyback me along the way, you know? I can make a way for myself. It's it's your blessing, not mine. Mm-hmm. That's very wise, bro. And as I mentioned in the introduction as well, is that you're a producer, you're a DJ, you're an artist. And these are things that you'll find that, you know, a lot of people focus or tend to focus on one of these and you'll find that there's a lot that actually goes into you know that craft there's a lot that goes into production there's a lot that goes into being a dj there's a lot that goes to being an artist you're all three in one how the hell do you do it coming up everyone wanted to sing everyone wanted to dance so i also wanted to do these things for myself so i started editing videos i started making music and that's basically how I got into it, my passion for art in general. Would you say that um, working on so many things at once, bro, would you say it sort of makes you like a, you know that saying when they go jack of all trades, master of none type thing? Or do you find that it's actually an advantage that you you know so many things? Well, I think it's an advantage in most cases because irrespective of what I'm doing, I'm going to probably work with somebody along the way, you know? So my input is just as good as yours. And if I don't have anything to offer... What am I offering? I want us to sort of tackle all of these sort of one by one. Okay, so let's start off with, you know, the production, which is obviously the first thing that you list. So I'd assume that this is where everything sort of started. Where, when did you start producing? And yeah, how far back does it go? Um, I started producing just after I learned how to DJ and I started DJing at clubs. I'm like, nah, I came to this year and I love music at the time, but I had no music knowledge. So I used to make these beats and at one point there was something like like nothing I've ever heard before and they were like weird. So then I gave it up. But then I was so persistent that I went back when I got a new laptop, I, got, I went back to FL and I started learning and watching tutorials and teaching myself. So it's, it's really stemmed from the passion for it all my life. And obviously you did say there that, you know, you started off DJing and then you, you did the whole production thing. What sort of got you into, you know, becoming a DJ? Is there someone that you looked up to that inspired you to, be- to become that? Or what sparked this interest? Um, my brother is actually a, like an um, artist. Obviously, he stays in Australia. His name's Seiko. He, he got fire vocals. That's all I can tell you. He's really dope at what he does. He's like my biggest critique. Is he ever honest with you or does he sugarcoat things? He prefers to do things over time because I mean, when you take your time with things, it comes out much better than when you rush it. And I've learned to respect that as much as I'm hasty to drop it, you know? So when you say that, you know, your brothers are the ones that got you into DJing, what happened? Was it a situation where they didn't have a DJ at some event or something and then they were like, yo, Tremaine, pull up, bro. Or like, how did this start? Like, how did they encourage you? You know, when you have family functions and stuff like that. So like, yeah. I wanted to play music to make people get in the mood, you know? Especially after a, a long day of just sitting there and listening to speeches. You, you need a dance. Then I started DJing at clubs because my friends would know that I was quite good at what I did. 
and it just sparked from there. You know, the crazy thing about DJing, bro, is that it actually looks like something that is very simple. Someone might actually take it for granted because it looks like someone is just literally just on the turntables and has to just crossfade the music. You know, what actually goes into DJing? When did you actually realize that, hey, hang on, there's actually a lot of technical stuff that goes into this? Um... The first time I started DJing on CDJs because I was used to like controllers. So when I use these CDJs, I don't know what was going on. In most cases, when you go to like, when I started off, I used to go to like taverns and small bars and pubs. So the things are not working 100%, you know? So you have to make do. And that's how I learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, bro, we all had to go through that baptism by fire. Hey, I mean, with, with your sets, though, in general, as a DJ, you know, do you play, you know, mostly hip hop? Do you play some of the piano stuff you were telling me about? You know, what does a DJ Tremaine set consist of? Majority of the time, it's piano because, I mean, we're making waves here in South Africa. But I also do R&B mostly. And then I have these trap events that I go to as well for the youngins. So, so now, as an artist, you know, what sort of stuff are you making? We know that when you produce, you know, you obviously do Amapiano piano you obviously do some hip-hop as well with the djs i'm a piano would be the main thing what about the you as an artist now what do you actually you know what sort of style do you do um i don't know if you heard about this 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 group it's like a group called selection um i'm into that type of sound so i like um soulful r&b even when i make my house i incorporate those pads and those synths into my song so that's where it generally stems from. When did this all start for you? Your interest in, you know, making, what year was it actually, considering that you're so young as it is? I'd say maybe starting of my teenage years, because I, I mean, I wanted to be a cool kid. I wanted to be able to rap and like get this hand where I have the confidence to get my Mac on. I've always been into poems and, and speaking maybe codes or in subtle ways that people don't really understand. And I, I like to read like online, especially news and stuff like that. I always thought that my music is basically me talking to you. So once you get to know me and I can persuade you to, to know me, you know what I mean? And and something you also told me earlier as well, you know, sort of tells me that you are very open to working with, you know, different artists who play different instruments as well. You mentioned, you know, the track that you did with Tim Lewis, um, who's also from Durban as well. You know, he's really good on the saxophone. Um, you know, how is that sort of experience for you working with someone who's, you know, brilliant at their respective instrument? I mean, um, for me, it's the talent that sticks out the most as well as the vibe. Because if, if you don't bring a vibe, I mean, what are we doing music for? Because you have to come, it comes from the soul. You know, looking at the fact that you are from Durban, um, what are your sort of views on the sort of music scene in Durban right now, especially, you know, the hip hop movement. Uh, obviously I've on my side, you know, where I'm, where I'm located, I've seen a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say it's very positive in a way because I've seen a lot of people complaining about managers, managers, you know, wanting to share the, the spotlights with their artists. Um, a lot of people have been moving away from Durban to seek, you know, greener pastures in Joburg and all that. What's your view on Durban, man? Personally, I, I think. This is the place where I can grow because it's my hometown. You know, it's what I make of it. I, I don't believe that that moving and relocating to Joburg. I mean, there are better opportunities, but I mean, home is home. All your day ones are at home. You know what I mean? And in terms of managers, I, I'm managed by MIT and it's it's top management. They always handle my paperwork. They always get me bookings and so forth. 
Yeah, and we, we're still going to touch a bit on that there as well because I feel like that's a very vital point, you know, for anyone who may even be looking, you know, for, for, for management right now, you know, at the moment. But what is your take as well also on a lot of the hip-hop artists sort of moving and transitioning into Ama Piano? Is that something that, you know, obviously you're a DJ, it's understandable because, you know, you have to play what's hot. But what's your take on hip-hop artists now moving into Ama Piano? Hey, um... Honestly, I, I, I don't have like no grudge or anything against it because I, since I'm versatile, I don't find the need to tell you that you should box yourself in just with hip hop. So like, I have no problem with that because I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a piano is South African. Right? It's our heritage, so to say. Yeah. Now that is very solid, bro. And before now we jump into the crunch talks, which is obviously the EP that you've got coming up. Um, just to touch on the management aspects of things, you know, so you mentioned that you're managed by MID. Um, how did that actually come about? Who approached who? And how do you ensure that your working relationship um, is always sort of, you know, at the forefront and that they look out for your best interest? Um, how it actually happened is um, my homie Solo, rest in peace Solo, he, he passed away recently, but he got me into MIT, basically. He always had his connection. I mean, he knew Blackie and he used to work with really dope artists like Corduroy. So he's the one who really introduced me into MIT. And then from there, we've just been making numbers, you know, making music um, up in the crowd. Um, we're working on a few music videos and we have shoots every now and then, like every second week. So I'd say my management is quite dope. And since it's it's springed off a of friendship, it's, it's, I really do trust him. Yeah. And you mentioned, and you mentioned solo there as well. I feel like it's a point to touch on before we get to the EP. Um, you know, how was your guys' relationship? I never personally knew him. You know, how was your working experience with him before passing? And what did you learn from him? Um, so Solo impacted me a lot, especially with the trap. At, at one point, I wasn't much of like a Migos fan and so forth. I, I wasn't open to it. And he broadened my mind and he, he changed my, my perspective. And in terms of music, there's so much he taught me. And I mean, I listen to his music like, almost every two, three days, you know, and it still speaks to me. Now, that's really special, man. Uh, I'm just glad that, you know, you had some sort of impact on you. And I mean, you're dope. So that only means that, you know, the background and the people that you surround yourself with are on that level. So it makes a lot of sense. Now, tell me about the upcoming EP, bro. Um, how many tracks is it firstly? It's it's developing at the moment, but we're looking at about 16 or 17 songs. You're mostly getting um, house DJs and film DJs. So like choose the DJ from Com O. Um, you get in Citizen Boy, you get in uh, DJ Squealy, Demolition Boys. I want to actually try um, something with Slow Waves and get the, uh, the brothers. You know those brothers that did, I'm so rich. So I wanted to try to speak to him and, you know, see if he could link me up. Which sort of Tremaine are we getting? Obviously, you are DJ Tremaine, but as we mentioned, you're an artist, you're a producer as well. So this EP here, is it more focused on you as a, as a DJ, an artist or a producer? Um, this EP is just something I'm doing. So I can face the bruise that I can do everything, every type of genre, every type of of sound you can think of, I incorporate it and it's unique. So you're not going to hear something that you've heard before. That's what I can say. So in this EP, bro, what you're telling me is you are, you've produced some of the joints and you also come in, you know, as an artist as well. And you feature a lot of the other guys that are doing, you know, dope things around Durban as well. Yes, 100%, 100%. Because... I feel like if I got them all on like one one project, then it'll broaden our horizon and they would know like there's this certain click from Durban and you don't mess with them, you know what I mean? Because 
alone you can accomplish a lot but as a team you accomplish way more uh let us in on the name if you can even disclose at this point if you do have a name for it at this point um i don't have a name per se uh it's always a shuffle of names that that you got in mind so i can't really disclose now yeah but also considering that you know you've got so many artists bro on this you know and you mentioned like 17 tracks what is the recording process like are you having to email things back and forth do you guys link up at an actual studio i email back and forth you know I bounce this up and I send it to them. They send it back to me. Sometimes it's at studio sessions because they're closer. You know what I mean? But like, for, for instance, like when I made a song with Chris Snakes, he bounced the, MP, the, the wave back to me. Then I changed a few things. Then he added more. You know what I mean? So digital is helped a lot i mean obviously digital is a lot more convenient you know because you can't always meet up with people but what's your, sort of your preference man do you prefer having like an actual studio session or yeah yeah 100 percent. i feed off the energy you give me and i can add inputs you know whereas if, if you're recording maybe you're not even in the mood to record today you're like ah no i'm gonna record tomorrow this this guy sent me the speech so i'm gonna record tomorrow if i'm there you're gonna feel that vibe because you get what i'm going for and i'm gonna add more I'm going to take out what you don't want. It's it's more personal. The music comes out way better when you work in person. Just saying. So are, are, you, are you basically saying that with this upcoming EP for the tracks that you did over email, uh, we aren't really going to be getting some of that uh, DJ Tremaine source that we, we're so used to? You are, you are. Because, I mean, some of them were like projects I've, I've did like from two years back and I just touched up on him now, changed a few things and it's worthy now. I mean, being patient really helped. That's all I can say. Being patient it helped a lot. You mentioned Chris Snakes there, the track that you guys did together. Is he also going to be featuring in this EP? Yes, 100%. How was your experience working with Snakes, bro? One of the Durban goats. We actually go way back as well. I mean, we used to sit at the same table when we used to get booked and stuff like on Levu and stuff. So we were quite close, I could say. But life gets in the way most of the time. So we're going to be busy, but we make time, you know, to work or send me waves and so forth you know what i mean yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean brand obviously it's the new year now it's 2022 besides the ep what else you know can sort of listeners of dj tremaine sort of expect from you what's coming up music videos maybe visuals are definitely i actually shot one when was it in february but it's still rendering because i mean you don't want to drop something and then not be consistent so i rather stack up my ammo and shoot at one bang. Yeah. Can you give us a date for that music video, bro? And for which track is it? I can I can give you estimates of maybe June, July. You're going to hear a lot from me. A lot of new music, a lot of visuals. I'm really stoked to see these visuals, bro. Are you even allowed to disclose who, who shot these visuals? I'm working with a number of people because, I mean, let's be honest, it's quite expensive to shoot visuals, especially if you want like quality, 4K quality. So what I've done is I'm editing and... I'm just getting somebody with a camera. So then I'm working with a variety of artists just to get my edits right. So I'm on Fiverr and I'm, and I'm paying for album arts or like Jeffs and PNGs getting made for me and stuff like that. So it's, it's a whole lot of people working on one, but it's my idea basically based on what I've structured as a skeleton. You, you need to learn sometimes how to do things yourself. And I'm, I'm a person that really likes to learn. I mean, they can take away your money. They can take away your cars. But they can't take away your skill and your knowledge. Powerful. That's a quote right there, bro. I'm gonna be putting that on the on the promo stuff, bro, because it's really powerful stuff that people need to know. Um, we almost at the end, bro. I want to find out from you in terms of <laughs> you put up a tweet when when we were basically you know arranging to do this interview, and you're like, "What do you guys want me to talk about on the show?" And someone said drugs, you know. So 
Have drugs played any role in, in you coming up and being an artist? Have you, I'm not asking if you've used them. I'm asking if they've impacted you in any way. Okay. Yes, they have made like a, a great impact because I mean, if you intoxicated or you, you, you're not in your right mind, where, where does the emotion come from if you're numb from whatever you're taking? The strongest people are those people that, that are just generally sober and that lay off drugs and so forth. And I wouldn't condone it personally because in this industry, you get sucked up by that. Would you not say that drugs are good in moderation? Maybe, do you not, would you not say they have their sort of, you know, positive sort of aspects? If, if we're talking about ganja, if we're talking about a good kush, that's chill. I mean, it's legal. At the end of the day, we take vitamins and so forth, and it's it's considered drugs where we take like maybe if you got asthma, you probably take different tablets or you got an inhaler. It's the same as that, bro. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, makes a lot of sense. I'm sure your folks would be proud, bro. Are the people back home supporting you? Yeah, 100%, 100%. Actually, when I was in high school, my mother, my mother actually bought me like a whole studio set and stuff when I was still like small, so they have been very supportive. Oh, yeah. and 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 do you have and does your does your girl support you? Aish, the bro is single. I, I got a, a couple of hands I'm, I'm talking to, but I mean, the bro is single for now. I need to keep my head straight, you know. I had to throw that in there, bro, because I mean, I know, I know you DJ types, bro. I know you guys, you you out and about. I'm not saying stuff don't happen, but yeah, I'm I'm not saying that it doesn't. <laughs> we'll be right back. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying. Oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me. Yo, love, 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 love. Yeah. Quiet. No, look, look, look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with now. This I got lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I don't lie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit serious. <laughs> All right, give me, give me. Uh, before we part, I want you to give me uh, top three, top three artists you want to work with. Let's make them specifically from Durban because we are a Durban-based podcast after all. Okay, I'd I'd love to work with Prodigy again. Um. We had an incident before, but um, I'd love to work with him again. Really good rapper. Um, Rhea Black as well. Rhea Black is definitely a favorite for the R&B. And Indie Vogue, those are my top three. Yeah. Like the people that you've mentioned, bro, are people that are doing really well. But I also feel like you doing well, you know, within your own lane as well. And I really see those collaborations happening, bro, without a doubt. So all the best, man, when it comes to achieving that, right? Thank you so much, Maji. Thank you so much. Aware. So, so basically, to to close it out, Maji, anyone who's listening to this is interested in maybe booking you as a DJ or as an artist and such. What are your social media handles for them? Um, you can find me on Instagram at What Is This Tremaine, on Twitter, The Broke Superstar, <laughs> and on I've actually stopped my Facebook. I'm not much of a Facebook fan. Um, my music's also on Apple as well, Spotify. All digital platforms. All right, that is solid, bro. And for anyone listening to this, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we obviously Sludge Underground, www.sludgeunderground.com is where you'll find everything on social media. We are at Sludge Underground on every single platform except Twitter. We are at Sludge 031. And as for myself, it's as one in 031. Uh, DJ Tremaine, bro, what song of yours is your favorite that we can close out with? At, at the moment, I'd say Take Me to the Moon. That That is my favorite. Yeah. 
Take Me to the Moon. So we're going to be closing out with Take Me to the Moon. Who you got featured there, bro, and Take Me to the Moon? I saw it's got like a young feature, Demolition Boys. It's actually a sample that I chopped. And I was so captivated by the song, so I, I had to do something local with it. Yeah. Do some flavor, you know? Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. And you guys are about to listen to some of that flavor. Um, it's Take Me to the Moon uh, by DJ Tremaine. DJ Tremaine, I can't thank you enough. And I want to thank your management as well for allowing you to do this interview with me. And I hope this isn't the last time we're linking up, all right? Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's, it's really an honor. Away, away. Appreciate it, bro. So, guys, you're closing out with Take Me to the Moon by DJ Tremaine. Till next time, it's bye for now. Thank you.